Good morning. Welcome to our devotional on this Friday morning. Thank you for joining us. We're going to continue on our study on capacity, increase, growth. And we're using the parable of a certain rich man that Jesus uh, spoke about in the book of Luke. Chapter number 12, starting in verse 16. We're going to go ahead and read it all. Yesterday I had made mention, capture all the times this man says, I, or I will, or my. He was so self-centered. He was off course. He was living according to not only his flesh, according to his soul, but he was living according to all of his uh, sensual appetites. And uh, as we look at this, we were not created for that. We were created to be a giving being. Faith gives. Love gives. Mercy gives. All of these things are part of the life that has been enabled to have capacity. To be able to have more. To be able to grow. And to take what one has and share it. After all, everything natural that is on this planet we're not taking with us. We're only going to take those things that we were led by the Holy Spirit. Guided by the Holy Spirit. Walking in the Holy Spirit. That we have produced as works for the kingdom of God. So it says, And he spoke a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, as many of us think within ourselves, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Verse 19. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20, But God said unto him, Thou fool. And the word there that is used for fool is basically mindless, ignorant, egotistic, rash, unbelieving, and unwise. Basically, this man made no preparations for his future life. He only made preparations for his temporary life. No consideration for God whatsoever, or for his actions, or for his thoughts. Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided So he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Once again, it's not wrong to have treasures, but it's wrong to have our hearts in our treasure. Our hearts should be with God and then treasure everything that he gives us to. He gives us. I had a professor in Bible college that used to say, get all that you can And then can what you get. I thought that was really interesting because 
then you can open that, that can and share it with anybody, anytime. But if you just let it go up into thin air, then basically those are memories that are lost. Some of the things that we can learn from this parable that we're going to continue studying is that if we forget that God is our source of increase, we're going to get in trouble. If we forget that God is the good giver of every good and perfect gift, we are going to get into trouble. And if we forget to have a grateful heart, we will be blinded. If we forget God because of our own selfishness, we will definitely be in great trouble. And then if if we do not recognize that even our soul, our spirit, to the Father of all spirits, our spirit belongs to God, our soul belongs to God, and even our own bodies belong to Him. According to the book of First uh, Corinthians, it says, uh, recognize that you have been, Second uh, Corinthians, you have bought, been bought with a price. Your bodies, you are not your owner of your own bodies. There is another one that is an owner of it. He has purchased it with his own blood. Our souls have been redeemed. They have been bought by the blood of Jesus. They don't belong to us. And our spirits belong to God who gave the breath of life, his life into those spirits. And then, of course, if we trust in our own riches, we're going to get into trouble. This man and this parable shows us so much of how people can live so wrong before God when it comes to capacity, when it comes to ability, when it comes to talents and pounds and gifts that God uh, shares and uh, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna use the word dishes out, but really it should be the word imparts or gives uh, to each one. So we've read the parable. So let's look at some of the problems and the issues that this man gives us as life examples of what not to do and what we should do. It says in Matthew chapter 4, when we forget that God is the source of our life, He is the source of our increase, He is the source of everything, it says, But He answered and said, this is Jesus talking to the devil when He was tempted in the wilderness those 40 days and 40 nights. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Let me add to that in this aspect. Man shall not live by bread alone. He shall not walk a life independent of God alone. He shall not think independent of God alone. Every aspect of our life is involved and wrapped up in the entire sacrifice of Jesus You cannot separate or isolate any particular area and say, well, this, I can do my own thing. There is no, I can do my own thing. There is only, I live, but Christ liveth in me. Nevertheless, the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. In the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 29, uh, verse 14, David shares with us, some interesting comments. He says, when 
uh, it was time to start taking up the offerings and preparing for when Solomon was going to build a temple. He said, but who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee and of thine own have we given thee. In other words, even what we give you was yours to begin with. That shows a lot of wisdom. It says in verse 16 of the same book, First Chronicles 29, O Lord, our God, all this store, all of this that we have collected, all of, all of these things that, that, that we have in, in wealth and abundance and in, in, in the multitude and all these riches and all of this that you see and hear right now that we have prepared to build thee a house for your holy name have come from your hand and it is all thine own. What a difference when you compare David to this rich fool. Now, David was way richer than this man by a massive amount. Many have calculated what David separated uh, and gave out for the building of Solomon's temple. Uh, In today's market value, especially what gold is, some have estimated it as high as $2 trillion dollars. Now, of course, you know, other people will differ as to it could be way much lower. But the point is this. It is a massive amount, whether it's in the millions or the billions or the trillions that they gave away because they recognized it wasn't theirs to begin with. Just like my life is not mine to begin with. Your life is not yours to begin with. It is his Our beginning is in the Alpha, and the end of it is in the Omega. Jesus is both the first and the last, and He is the beginning and the end of everything in our life. And that includes He is the author of our faith. He is our very life, our very existence. We have our being, our walk, our talk, our livelihood. Everything comes from Him. Nothing is of us or of our own, except that we yield our will to obey, we yield our will to believe, and we yield our will to follow whatever he says for us to do. So consider that. These two things that are said in verse 14 and 16, that all these things come from thee, of your own we have given thee. And then, He says it again, all of this has come from your hand, and all of it is yours. Now, when it comes to forgetting that every talent and ability, every every capability of, of thinking, well, you know, I'm 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 street smart or or, or I'm 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 economic smart or I'm financially smart or whatever. We don't recognize to give him the credit that he gives us certain talents and abilities, certain pounds that are given in our lifetime to be used for his honor, for his glory, and for his kingdom. Every good gift 
James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift, is two different words that are used, is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Nicodemus, when he had approached Jesus, told him, No man can do the things that you do, except they were given to him from above. So in that, everything that Jesus did, his teachings, his miracles, his very spoken word, his actions, Nicodemus recognized, you have what you have because you have received it from the Creator so there is no exalting of oneself because how can I exalt myself if nothing is of mine own doing? It is all of his own doing. It says in Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. See, not according to my riches, but according to his riches. Not according to all my blessings, but according to all his blessings. Not according to my ingenuity, but according to his ingenuity, his grand wisdom, his grand uh, all-knowing ability. In Second uh, Corinthians 3.5, it says, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Paul recognized this. When we look at the parable of this rich fool, we really see that he was a fool in every aspect, not only of the definition of the word, but in every action, in every word, in every thought that he thought to himself. This man literally drove the last nail of his own coffin and he was not coming out of it. Why? Because God was not in the picture. And those that forget God are doomed not only to fail, but they're doomed, period. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, it says, And God is able, God is able, God is able. And this comes from the word dunamis. Uh, God is more than powerful enough. He makes it possible. He is the one that has the power to make all grace abound towards you. That you always, not sometimes, having all, not some, sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Let's look at it again. To make all grace, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. That seems to cover quite a bit of ground. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us on Saturday as we continue looking into this parable of the rich fool. Until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. God loves you. Be blessed this day, in Jesus' name, amen.